morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Half the Bag podcast. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, I am neither Patrick Fisk, Stan Dirksen, Corey Scales, Roger Morrow, Hunter Shifley, or even Paul Zolbert. I am, in fact, the guy that helps run the Twitter. And though none of us can ever watch the video that we are recording while doing these shows, you can see for our non-fans on YouTube that I am a Cowboys fan. Um, letting everybody know that today we will not be having a show as I watched uh, Stan go through two weeks worth of liquor in his liquor advent candle yesterday in roughly uh, four hours. And then uh, eat Korean tacos, so needless to say, his bathroom has been on overtime for the last several hours, and I don't think that uh, he was able to make it this morning. Patrick Fisk, as well, was drinking full glasses of Maker's Mark, and uh, I he was drinking full glasses of Maker's Mark I, for four hours. Uh, Corey and Roger got stuck in a scissor fight where they were scissoring their vaginas all day yesterday, and they are just ridden raw. Disgusting. The discharge that they have from their vagines is... I saw a picture. I just want to say... I guess if I had to say something describing yellow, I would say it's yellow. Um, Followed by then Hunter, who has... uh, His father headed to pick up his dog right now. Because he's headed out of town. His uh, long-term girlfriend is busy at work, so I think he's just out spending money because he can, living the rough life. And lastly, Paul is a family man. Uh, While he's not doing as well as he should be, he does have three kids, should have more. So he's at church today pretending that he's a family man. Uh, he is one of those guys that has a flask cut out of his Bible at the same time, so don't worry, he's having a good time. So let's get into today's episode. Let's start with our celebrity gossip. Um, you know, I'm going to take this one on a whim. KFC Barstool caught cheating on his, well, she's not pregnant anymore. The baby's six months now, but he was caught cheating on his pregnant wife because he uh, had his mistress texting him still while having his wife putting the babies to bed. Um, I only bring that up because that's all I have. He's the Minuteman. I was the Minuteman for most of high school, so I figured, you know, in honor of the nickname, I would throw that one out there. That's your celebrity gossip. Corey, you suck. DeKau. Well, the DeKau is really easy this week. I'm just going to give us one nomination, and I think it's going to win. It is um, all of the members of the Half in the Bag podcast. (laughs) They've all missed at least two weeks now, and that is uh, at the least, that is poor Stan. Again, Stan drank two weeks. uh, He he drank a whiskey drink. He drank a vodka drink. He drank a lager drink. He drank a cider drink. He was singing songs that reminded him of the good times. He was singing songs that reminded him of the better times. But no, once again, the Dachau is the uh, Half of the Bag podcast members. They're all a bunch of pussies. As we all know, once again, Corey and Roger were rubbing pussies together. And Fisk, Fisk, I think he just kind of got a freebie on this one. I'll let you go easy because I saw you drinking a lot of Makers. But I always see you drinking a lot of Makers. Uh, next is Roger's Conversation Corner. Well, the reason I'm making this video is because I was supposed to be on today, 
thanks to Roger and his conversation corner. While watching Nobody's Fool, um, she pops him out for a quick second in the movie. She dates, was married to none other than Bruce Willis. Also Paul Newman, uh, award-winning cast, we'll say that to say the least. A couple weird moments in that, and that'll be our story time, but let's pack it up to Roger's Roger's conversation corner. Roger thinks that Nicolas Cage is a better actor than Bruce Willis. Well, now I get to shit all over you, Roger, because you can't defend yourself. Fuck you. First off, Nicolas Cage's, uh, what are they called? He's, you know, one, two, and three. His uh, trilogy, his his movie series is National Treasure. And for, honestly, the only thing we learned out of all of those movies is, number one, um, America was built... It's, it's a fucking movie, I guess. I don't know. And secondly, the, again, the only thing I really learned out of the whole series is that uh, they didn't have time change. They didn't have the fucking the time change back in the 1800s because there's one scene where they're like, hey, it wasn't really 1115. It was really 1015 because we didn't have the time change yet. And oh my gosh, I had a fact that you didn't know. And that was even Nicolas Cage's line. Nicolas Cage didn't even say that. Whereas then we have Die Hard. The one thing you learn from Samuel L. Jackson in the Die Hard trilogy is that you can make three gallons out of a four-gallon and a two-gallon bucket. Something like that. Watch it on YouTube. There's a little riddle. Secondly, Bruce Willis may have a lot more bad movies than Nicolas Cage. And don't get me wrong, they both have a lot of bad movies. But it's a sheer volume at that point. Nicolas Cage has... A lot less good movies than Bruce Willis. Um, Air Force One, or no, Con Air, the movie Con Air. Great soundtrack. Leanne Rhymes. How do I breathe without you? I want to know. John Malkovich. But of course, Steve Buscemi. Define irony. A group of convicts dancing on an airplane to a song made famous by a band who tragically died in an airplane. Now, I know Steve Buscemi isn't from Chicago, but at the end, I uh, ran out of Steve Buscemi voice. Uh, but once again, it was, it was good, but Nick Cage wasn't really even the best actor in the movie. I don't think I need to get more. Roger, what do you have to say about that? And now for story time, while watching Nobody's Fool last night, uh, there was an awkward moment where I did bring up uh, Paul Newman, a a, a very attractive man, um, ultimately, you know, can can get Melanie Griffith at the end. You know, it's 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 not a, you know, it's not trashy. It was a cute ending to it. But I'm looking at that and I go, do you think Paul Newman at, you know, 60 years of age could probably have gotten a 20, 30 year old Melanie Griffith? And we all agreed, yeah, hell yeah, he could have. But there's a scene where Paul Newman kisses Melanie Griffith. And Fisk fucking nutted so hard. And both Stan and I have to agree, we don't know if he was more turned on by Paul Newman's kiss 
or Melanie Griffith receiving it. Literally, and I quote, as the kiss starts, Andy Fisk goes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it, he said. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. He wanted it. He wanted it. We then had to rewind. He goes, watch, watch this again. Just watch it. Paul Newman, blah, blah, blah. Andy Fisk. I wanted to fuck Paul Newman last night. That's my story hour. Hammer the Packers, hammer the Cowboys, hammer the Chiefs, hammer the Packers, I guess, yeah. Dodge, dive, duck, dodge. That should wrap up this week's episode of Half in the Bag. I hope you enjoyed. Short and sweet. That's what I call my penis. Have a good one.